Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Friday, September 30th, final day of the month, and I wish we had positive news to report at the outset of this podcast, but the Tua Tungavailoa injury is going to be totally dominant today, at least the early portion of the day in the sports world. We'll get to all that shortly. Also have a great guest coming up. You know him well. He is Rufus Peabody. He's been on this podcast. Yes, that's a real name. He is a big-time gambler. He is a prop legend. He bets. He moves golf gambling markets. I know you guys probably hear that, and you're like, come on. No, really, he does. Um, this guy, he's, he's pretty dominant at gambling, and we'll have him on Talk Week 4 NFL. He's got a pretty good product unabated to help you as a gambler. Instead of just asking me, hey, hey, Jay, who do you have in Saints-Vikings? Listen to the breakdowns here on the podcast, and as, as you'll hear from Rufus, download unabated. It's got some really good stuff. Um, we'll get to best bets for week four at the end of the podcast, but don't skip ahead. There's plenty of good stuff first on two and the Dolphins. 
and then with Rufus Peabody. But let's start with those Dolphins. Cincinnati gets a cover for me. Yay. Uh, I had Bengals and Survivor. Hooray. We survived the Zach Taylor ineptitude. My gosh, was he bad. I don't know what's worse for Zach Taylor. The first down runs into the line of scrimmage. Like, got to establish a run. Got to get Joe Mixon going. I mean, what did he have, like, eight carries of one or two yards on first down? Uh, it's probably more than that. Joe, Joe Mixon finished the game with 24 carries for 61 yards. His longest carry was seven friggin' yards. What are you running him 24 times for? What are you doing? What on earth are you doing? It, it was inexplicable, and then he kicks a field goal on fourth and goal from the one. Uh, <laughs> Zach Taylor. The Zach Taylor experience. But nobody's going to remember anything from the Bengals in this game. They're going to remember Tua getting another concussion, and I don't care what anybody says. It was clear against the Buffalo Bills when he got pushed down and his head hit the, the grass, and he stood up wobbly and then fell down. That's a concussion. You can claim it's a back injury. I get it. But nobody believes that that was not a concussion. And then to see what happened to him again on Thursday Night Football, he got ragdolled and knocked out out to the point where his hands were like uh, his hands and his fingers were bent in a way that they you're not supposed to bend unless something's really wrong with your body it's scary guys I should have a neurologist on to break that down but the second you see that you know that ain't good and Tua did not return to the game he was stretched off went to the local hospital Uh, apparently he flew home with the team late last night from Cincinnati, and I I don't know what to say about Tua uh, other than I hope the guy gets healthy. I mean, going back to Alabama, remember, it was tank for Tua. He was a big deal. He was everything. And then he gets that hip injury. And then he comes to the NFL, and he just hasn't totally looked like the same guy. And then this season, he starts awesome and then gets knocked out of the Buffalo game for a minute, comes back in, which was a little crazy. Starts on a short week in Cincy, gets knocked down and out, and it's like, can the guy catch a break? I mean, I I skipped over all the chasing Deshaun Watson stuff, chasing Tom Brady stuff, the Brian Flores doesn't like his quarterback stuff. Like, it's just brutal. You got on some level, if you don't feel a little bit bad for Tua, I, you know, make sure you got a heart under that under that chest plate. Just make sure, because I'm not even a Tua fan. I don't like the Dolphins at all. And watching him, it's like, gosh, can this guy catch a break? You know, maybe it's not just meant to be for him. I mean, listen, they got some extra days off leading up to the Jets game. But, and again, I'm not a neurologist. Shocker. Um, Why wouldn't they just give him the extra days off? Then you've got the Jets game. Why don't you just start Teddy Bridgewater? The Jets will probably be one and three. Miami, 3-1, and one, in great shape. And give Tua an extra week off to heal up. Remember, he had ankle injuries. He was, like, questionable for this game until, like, deep into Wednesday, I think. You know, you got bigger bigger fish to fry. You got the Vikings later, uh, Steelers, and then, of course, the end of the schedule come December, Niners, Chargers, Bills, Packers, Patriots. Like, you're going to need a healthy Tua for that. Teddy Bridgewater's... Probably one of the top five best backups in the league, but he's limited. We all know that. Uh, he's good. He's a perfect relief pitcher 
in the NFL. We saw him with the Saints. He got the job done. And, and, and you could count on Teddy for a good month to be the backup if you need it. But I, I just don't see the rush to get to a back on the field. Now, I know the NFLPA is, is very upset with how it went down. First, the Bills situation with Tua. Remember, the Dolphins didn't call that a concussion. They said that was a back injury, and that's why he was rushed back. Now, everybody else speculated at the time, well, it's a huge game against the Bills. You're at home. Tua doesn't want to leave. He, I'm sure he was fighting to get back in it. This is what competitors do, guys. Even McDaniel last night said that after Tua like came to, I don't know, smelling salts or whatever it took, like one of the first questions he asked was, oh, "How did the, wh- what did I miss on that play, or how did it end up, or... or, or, or they defended it this way. He was referencing the play because he's so locked in and he's a quarterback and Tua, he's a gamer. Of course, he's a smart guy. We're all rooting for him. And McDaniel says they, they did not bend any of the rules in concussion protocol just to force their guy on the field. Um, I don't know. A billion-dollar organization pushing a million-dollar player out there to get back in the playoffs for the first time in forever and erase the stench of Stephen Ross, that terrible owner, and the GM who's really made a couple horrendous moves. I don't know, guys. It's tough. It's tough not being in that locker room and saying, he should have never played on Thursday. Like, you know, we talked about it a little bit. Like, geez, concussion. That didn't look great. He's questionable. Okay, maybe they hold about, and then he plays. Listen, Justin Herbert and the Chargers are going through a similar situation. A lot of people, myself included, were saying, listen, it's the Jags. Rib cartilage. Offensive lineman out. Uh, Sorry, your center was out. Then the offensive lineman went out. I mean, Herbert takes a hit. Chargers are going to get crushed for it. If something happens to him against the Texans, it's not going to go well. These quarterbacks are fragile. And you don't mess with head injuries, right? Come on. You you can't. And, and I think the Dolphins are going to take some heat for this. And um, we'll see how it goes. But overall, just you're hoping for the young guy. He He's had a lot to deal with in his short time in the NFL. And um, now the Dolphins come back to reality a little bit. They're looking at a possible backup quarterback for a minute. And uh, we'll see what happens uh, with Tua and monitor his health here for the next, I don't know, 10 days. All right, let's get to our guest, Rufus Peabody of Unabated, a great gambling site, and also the podcast Bet the Process. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome back to Straight Fire a guy who's pretty famous. I think the Washington Post wrote a massive article about his gambling prowess around prop bets at the Super Bowl. This was a few years ago. He is, uh, I think, from Northern Virginia, like I am. I'm not sure I'll clear that up shortly. Uh, Rufus Peabody, how are you, man? Good, good, Jason. Good to be back. Yeah, hey, thanks for coming on. Rufus obviously has the website he talked about last time he was on here, Unabated. If you Google Unabated Gambling, it'll come up. I got to say, Rufus, the site in the last year has seems like it's taken some massive leaps, huh? It really has. Uh, there's a lot that I'm really, really excited about. We have our, our Props 2.0 product we unveiled, which is a Props odd screen, but it also allows you to sort of see the value of each half a point um, and to use your own projections. And, and we let you simulate them. And basically, it tells you where, where all the, the good positive expected value bets are. 
Yeah. I mean, for instance, let's take like a massive game on Sunday, Tampa Bay, Kansas City. Uh, They just announced here. We're recording Thursday that they are going to play the game in Tampa. Weather, the soggy field, obviously a factor. I assume I'm going to go ahead and assume that people will project a lot of unders on the player prop market for that. Is that a safe assumption, Rufus? Um, I, I think that sounds that sounds pretty safe to me. And so when you p- plug in to unabated, um, I, you could take Chris Jones from the Chiefs. You can then match up what FanDuel has, DraftKings, BetMGM, Caesars, all these, and kind of find the best market to gamble into. Yeah, you can. It, we, we let you quantify your opinion. And also, let's say, you know, if you just want to line shop, I mean, line shopping is and getting the best number is, is so, so important. And so we have you know, all the prop odds in one place, you can see what all these different books have. And like, as you said, off, off air, um, a few minutes before, uh, you were looking, I believe at chase Edmonds rushing yards market and how different the numbers were at some books. And so you can use our tools to actually find if there's a profitable middle opportunity, say, you know, bet, you know, over 13 and a half at one book for a particular player and then under 17 and a half at another book. And we can show you if that's actually, you know, a positive expected value um, middle. Yeah. For instance, Marcus Mariota, I'm seeing over under one and a half passing touchdowns against the Browns. Now, as I mean, Rufus, I, I know you're, I haven't, I confess, I haven't listened to your pod in a while. Your, your partner uh, over at bet the process, Jeff Bond, not a fan of my work anymore. Um, but I, I do know that, you know, historically, you're not like Mr. Watch every game, monitor the injury reports every day, right? Is that accurate? That's that's very accurate. Okay. In, in fact, so, fo- football is not my bread and butter. Right. Golf, obviously, is your number. Is so your number one? Golf is yes. Golf is my number one by my. Um. So so for instance, Marcus Mariota, I'm looking at over under one and a half passing touchdowns, and I see Clowney out. Miles Garrett flips his Porsche. Sounds like he hasn't practiced all week. Unlikely to play. Right. So. Marcus Mariota is going to have his way, but is, does this become a ground game with Cordero Patterson, who, by the way, has missed a practice time? Um, or does Marcus Mariota go bonkers against what I think is going to be a really soft Cleveland defense without both their best edge guys? That That's a really good question. And honestly, I've, you know, over the years when I was a little bit, when I spent a lot more time on the NFL stuff, that was that was one thing that I always had trouble quantifying. You know, you could say that this particular team, is weak get like a, a team might be weak against the run and you think oh well maybe this team's going to have their way with them on the ground but then they say okay you know what we're going to we're going to just we're we're going to put a lot of men in the box and force the quarterback to beat us with his arm and so in terms of prop projections and that kind of thing i mean i think sometimes you can kind of overanalyze yeah Analysis by paralysis is uh, what uh, I think my dad said when I was like a kid, I would overthink things and then kind of be frozen in the moment. Um, but let me ask Rufus. So you created this incredible website. It, it it looks like just a great tool for gamblers, right? What I found on the podcast and we're able to look at the numbers. Obviously our Friday weekend podcast is the most listened to during NFL season every, every day of the week, the Friday one. Cause obviously there's two more days for the weekend, but everybody wants picks and you know, people will just jump on me, Rufus, on social media and be like, hey, hey, who's your pick in this game? And I was like, well, I talked about this on the podcast uh, three days this week. Uh, do, are you going to listen to the process that I went through for the last five days or you just you just want the pick? And like you've created this awesome tool. Do you how do you get the casual gambler or even, you know, maybe a little more than casual gambler to really lock in and get better as opposed to just hunt around for picks on the Internet? You know, that's a, that's a great question, Jason. And I, I'm also frustrated that people seem to really gravitate towards picks when, you know, most of the time, um, 
I mean, most people giving picks are not giving you winning picks and, and yeah. there's no real good way to verify that um, because most of these people don't even track their picks. So, um, I, you know, it, it's tough. If, if you have any good ideas for me, um, let me know. But I think <laughs> getting our getting getting people in front of our product, getting their eyeballs on it, um, yeah. I think it, it provides value in a way that's transparent and clear. And I hopefully people after betting free picks or paying for picks long enough realize that, you know, this isn't working. I, mean, yeah. I need to try something else. Um, and so the goal is even if, you know, we want you to at least lose less, you know, and we have tools. We're not giving <laughs> it, it. I mean, look, this is entertainment for most people. I'm not like, right. For I mean, people, uh, betting is entertainment. It it's is, fun. It is. I had so yeah, I had some buddies in Vegas last week and they texted me on Thursday. Hey, I want to do some big time. Hey, Hail Mary parlays because uh, I'm in Vegas and we're only here for 24, 48 hours or whatever. And I was like, well, uh, you really want to do a Hail Mary parlay? Like, that's the entertainment. The guy had like a 12-team parlay. Hit his first like seven, was so, super geeked, and then it kind of fell apart. But um, yeah, Rufus, I think a lot of people, what do you think the breakdown is? Entertainment versus full-time job. Oh, entertainment, 99 point something, 9% probably. But I mean, I think the thing is, there are people that are trying to win. There are, I guess, well, Captain Jack is going the term aspiring sharps. Right, nobody wants to lose, but mo- right. but I would say most recreational betters I would think know that pr- they're probably not going to make a lot of money or even break even long term. I, I think that's a safe assumption. But I mean, so my point is like you get out of it what you put into it, and that kind of goes with unabated too. With our we have we have these products that let you find value, that let you find value in derivative markets, and but it takes work. And so we've gotten. I mean, if you go on our if you join our Discord, I mean, we've gotten a lot of really, really good feedback from users and testimonials. There was a guy that said that he went from not making money betting to making $250,000 last year betting sports using our product. So, but he put in work. Yeah. So, you know, that's it. it we, we, we provide these tools that'll help you become a winning better if you want to, but you still have to put in some work. Yeah. You still definitely have to want to put in the work. Um, I, I also see you have your Massey Peabody rankings. I will say like maybe five years ago when I started writing about gambling uh, for Fox, I remember seeing Massey Peabody everywhere and, and your rankings are pretty spot on, but I got to say, Rufus, I'm a little surprised the biggest climber of any team so far this season for you is Jacksonville. Um, it looks like they're up nine from 20th in the league to 11th. W- what do the numbers say about Jacksonville's rise? Because remember, um, I, I think they beat or they lost to your Washington team in the opener, a game that I thought they should have won. And then they beat up an injured Colts team, which is missing their best receiver. And then they beat up an injured Chargers team, yet the rankings, we've seen them climb for all the way to 11th. Yeah, they're one of only, I believe, two teams so far this season that have that are, have been above average in every facet of the game, both on offense and defense. So that's mm. that's rushing offense, passing, scoring efficiency, and play success. Those are the four metrics that, that we use at, at Massey Peabody, which is now a part of Unabated. And so they, they've just been really solid across the board. And I think we didn't really know what to expect of them. We didn't know how much of an impact Doug Peterson would have and how bad Urban Meyer really was and his effect on that team last year. And so I think that we can be a little, we can be a little bit more aggressive in how we update their rating, just given that uncertainty going into the season. Yeah. Like I know that your priors play a big factor in this, right? Uh, priors play a big factor in, on, uh, in the Massey Peabody rankings. They, they do. You yeah. Know, so through three games, ha- three game, you know, three games is approximately like 180 offensive snaps. And there's, I mean, you can cherry, like think about any team last year. You can cherry pick three games last year where the chiefs looked really bad or the Bengals looked really bad. And so just 
who a team has been in three games doesn't tell you who they are. They're going to be for sure. It gives you some information for you, but we shouldn't just throw out everything we knew before. Like think about Cooper rush. Do we really expect Cooper rush to be better than Dak Prescott? No, but he's played better than Dak Prescott has so far this season. Yeah, you have Dallas, by the way, super duper low. Um, looks like 32, uh, looks like 29th. That's because uh, of Cooper Rush. Right. I, now I don't think yeah. Cooper Rush is a starting quarterback. Yeah, it's not sustainable. But no. I do want to ask, when you mentioned Priors, like, shouldn't we throw out last season's Jacksonville because of Urban Meyer? He was such a catastrophe and disaster. Uh, and they made a lot of changes. They upgraded with ETN. The defense got better. And I ask that because of the Denver Broncos, who Massey Peabody does not love. Um, but they have, I think they're the only team in the league with a new offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, head coach, and quarterback. And it's very clear watching these guys on offense. They have, uh, they're just super slow to get up to speed on everything. Yeah, they really are. And um, to your point about Jacksonville, I don't think we throw out the priors, but we, we weight them a little bit less. We're inclined to dismiss them a little more quickly, I guess, just because of the uncertainty in that, you know, because they have a new coach, new system in. And so I think that there's certain teams where you can say, okay, we know who they're going to be and other teams where they where you know a lot less. And I think, you know, Denver's another good example of that, as you said, like a new quarterback and anytime you have a lot of roster turnover, especially a new quarterback, there's a lot you don't know. Yeah. We know who Russell Wilson was in Seattle with a few different offensive coordinators and Pete Carroll. We don't know who he's going to be in this different environment and, and how well that system is going to utilize him. And, Personally, I think Russell Wilson was a little bit overvalued. Oh, now is that so. is that the numbers talking, or is that uh, Rufus just eyeballing Russ over the last couple of years and saying, "Yeah, this guy's gone downhill." No, I mean I think that's the numbers. He's in, he's also what thirty three, something he, like that. Yeah, you know, sure. There's some quarterbacks playing to age forty five. Um, <laughs> <laughs> One. I, I don't okay. think we should. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I don't think we. You know, uh, I don't. I don't know what conclusion to draw from that, but if you look at how Russ has played the last few years relative to what he did, you know, five, 10 years ago, um, it hasn't been exactly the same. I mean, he's put up numbers and I think everybody was quick to blame Pete Carroll and that offense and not letting Russ cook, but um, he was not able to lift kind of a mediocre team the last few years. And I think, I think the, the hope was that he would in Denver uh, help a team with a very, very good offense and some good pieces on D on or very, very good defense and some good pieces on yeah. offense. But I just thought that the hype far exceeded what the the numbers said in terms of how good Denver was going to be heading into the season. And I think they've kind of like bet, I, I bet under 10 wins for them. That was one of Ooh. my big futures bets. Really? Oh, or geez. That's not good. Regular not season good. Win bets, but so let me guess this means you're rooting obviously for the Raiders, excuse me, this weekend. They're one of the teams that Massey Peabody has uh, downgraded significantly. Um, you know, Rufus, I mean, I know this stuff is the gamblers love to talk about it and it does well on TV and streaming shows and all that. But when I say, Hey, the Raiders were seven and two in close games last year, here they go. Oh, and three to start the year in close games. Like when, when you hear that as a, as a numbers based guy, do you just roll your eyes? You just like, that doesn't mean anything or is there something there? So how a team does in close games is largely the product of luck. That's, I mean, that is what all the research has found. There's very little correlation between how a team did in one score games from season to season. So the Bills are a great example. I believe last mm-hmm. year they didn't win a single game decided by seven points or less. Right. And this season they've started, um, I think they've, they're over in games decided by seven points or less as well. Oh, and one, I guess. But to me, that just says maybe they're actually way better than they're better than the record indicates. Mm. 
because or, a lot uh, can happen in close games. Like does, you know, it's sometimes it comes down to a field goal sometimes often and which way the ball bounces. And so it's, I want a team that can blow out another team more regularly. So I think, yeah, yeah I think the Raiders have been, I think the Raiders were extremely lucky last year and I live in Las Vegas. I have a Raiders, I have a Raiders license plate cover on my car um, with the license plate dog name, by the way. Um, oh, and I, I, you know, I, I went to three games last year. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. But the Raiders were extremely fortunate. They won every single overtime game they were in. And they've been a little unfortunate so far this year. They're, they're, not, they're not a bad team. They're not a good team, but they're, I don't think they're a bad, bad team. So I got to ask you, um, Vegas opened up one and a half on the look ahead line, now up to three against Denver, aforementioned Denver. And I, again, like we can break down the matchups all we want about the weak Raiders offensive line. Pro Football Focus came out with rankings this week. Raiders are near the bottom. Denver's got Gregory and Chubb and um, Sertain should be able to travel with Adams. And like we can break the game down for 20 minutes. But why is the market moving toward the Raiders here? I do not understand that. And, and, and uh, you're way too smart to say, well, this is one of those, uh, you know, empty the playbook game. Do you go all out? And you must win. You can't start uh, 0-4. And I think next week they have like Green Bay or something very tough. But like, why do you think the market's going toward the Raiders here? You know, I think it's, it's sometimes a fool's errand trying to analyze why a market moves in a certain way. You know, certainly sometimes there's fundamental information that's moving on. And I don't believe that to be the case here. But again, I haven't been following the injury news super close. To me, that number seems kind of close to where it should be. I make hmm. the line Vegas minus 2.2. So very, very close. I think Any, a, a oh, go ahead. Times, you see a lot. I mean, you, you do see a lot of line moves over the course of a week in general and markets, markets tend toward efficiency. So the closing line is a much better prediction of what, the, where the game will finish than the line, than the look ahead line was, or that the line early in the week is, but you still do have a lot of line movements. Like the average line move is, is largely going to be kind of noise driven. Um, but overall it is, you know, the, the line moves are moving essentially the quote correct way. So again, I don't know in this particular uh, situation though. Mm -hmm. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of General Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their General Tires. Test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. So let's go to the biggest mover of the week. The Patriots with maybe not Mac Jones, although Belichick's playing all those games. They were six and a half point dogs in Green Bay. And now the number's gone to nine and a half. Now Belichick's being cagey. I think it was and again, one point. Uh, yeah, it was ten and a half. I think that's when Belichick started saying, well, he might play. And then there was a report that he's like in the facility getting in on the uh, on the play schemes or whatever. They're getting ready for the Packers. And I did see Rufus that Brian Hoyer hasn't won. I think he's lost his last 11 games as a starting quarterback. Um, again, everything here points to the Packers. I think the world is going to be on Green Bay. But what, what do the numbers say to you? Uh, how much of a drop off are we looking at from Mac Jones to Brian Hoyer? I mean, I think the market's baking that in. So I, right. I show a pretty big drop off and I, I'm probably a little bit higher on Mac Jones than most people, mm. just because I, th- I think the way we rate quarterbacks, if you look at how well, um, how well New England played last year in offense relative to sort of the years, bef- the year before when they had 
Cam when they had Hoyer. You know, mm-hmm. it's essentially the fact that those other guys kind of underachieved expectations makes it almost look like Mac Jones was, you know, is overachieving in a way. Um, but I make it a five point, a five point three point downgrade, and so mm. with with um, with no Mac Jones, I make that line uh, Green Bay minus eight point eight. Hmm. So, so you you think the bet at nine and a half or ten and a half is definitely Patriots? I'm not going to take uh, no play at nine and a half. At ten and a half, I mean, I, I still probably I'm not going to bet it myself at ten and a half. I don't think that's enough of an edge for me, mm. just based on yeah, yeah, but. If any side, right? If 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 I had to pick a side, I would choose the Patriots, not the Packers. Would you mind saying where your biggest edge is this week that you've seen for for Week Four? So I like New Orleans a good amount here, um, getting two and a half points. I, I I believe that's that's what it was yesterday when I was. Yeah. There. Well, the, the, yeah. now have you baked in the Jameis Winston Andy Dalton situation because Winston hasn't practiced yet this week. He's got that back thing, and Andy Dalton apparently is in line to start, or maybe Taysom Hill, who knows. Um, but is this more about the Saints, who might be down Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, or is this about the Vikings and um, them leaving late for London? <laughs> I'd say it's more I mean, it's more about the Saints. First off, okay. I don't think there's a tremendous difference in quarterback play between Jameis and Andy Dalton. And I think you know, the Saints are not a team that's going to get absolutely murdered by a quarterback injury. They just, they have some depth there. I don't want to say it's like, it's, not, it's, it's yeah, they have depth there. Okay. Dalton, Dalton was a very good starter or a decent starter for, for, for many, many years. He was, he was solid. Is, I mean, he never, he never could win a playoff game, but Andy yeah. Dalton was a solid starting quarterback in the NFL as my dog freaks out. I love it. Because I'm on the podcast and what kind talking of dog? golden retriever. He, he's incredible, but he's making some appearances on the podcast this week. Nice. He's a noisy one. Yes. I will say with the saints though, they've, they, it, if you look at the final scores of their games, it, it's it, it sort of paints a pretty bleak picture. But they've played better than the scores indicate. They, they're negative six in turnover differential. I actually had them is, like my I, I do these game grades each week, which kind of say it, it controls for the the opponent's strength, home field advantage, and sort of tries to take out the luck factor. So it weights a, t- a team's performance by the statistics that are most predictive going forward. Okay, and so. Sorry, it's a very long-winded explanation. Well, wait, it's, a way, this, it's a way of grading a team. It's it's yeah. a way of grading a team based on on the things that matter going forward, predictively, okay. not is, retro. Is this on unabated or no? Um, I tweeted it out uh, this week. I'm going to try to get it on unabated next week. But okay, I, I, I tweeted out um, game grades for NFL and college football, as well as sort of these unit rankings I do. And again, so, you're you're not like well. I don't know what the pro football focus guys. Do you think they watch every single play and grade it, or is it a computer doing it? And, and, you know, do you want to talk about how you come about these game grades? So pro football focus, they have people charting every single play and grading every single player there. So they have, they have a big staff doing that and having humans do it comes with its own problems too. There's, there's, yes. downside, there's an upside to humans and a downside to humans, same as computers. Um, mine are just based on the statistics. So it's just saying overall, like we can, we, we, we are de-weighting garbage time. We are, you know, if it, let's say a team um, had really bad fumble luck, you know, that's going to be where we're essentially stripping the fumble luck out of the game score and saying, okay, this is how a team, you know, if the team had played this way, this is how we would expect them to do on a neutral field against an average opponent. Hmm. So, can you elaborate on uh, de weighting garbage time? Or, yeah, yeah. 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 So, how do you define garbage time? So, we use an algorithm to do that. So, it's based on the leverage of this, the, the, I'll call it the leverage index. So basically 
think about each play in a game, you could say this is the effect it has on the team winning the game. Mm-hmm. So there's like an, like, and so for example, I would use a leverage index of one would mean average. So this is, this play has an average impact uh, on the team winning a game. If you're down 40 to three in the fourth quarter, a play, one play has zero impact, right. right? And so, so we have an algorithm that's based on the leverage of a situation. So essentially in these extremely low leverage situations where the game, where, where a play has absolutely no impact on, on the final or on whether a team wins or not, we are, um, we're de-weighting it in a way that is best, that best predicts future performance. So it's, it's, yeah. And that phrase right there, Rufus, is at the root of all a, a, any gambler future performance, because yes. almost everything is in looking in the past. And the, the, the reason everybody, I think, loves NFL, obviously, football is fun and the games are just once a week it, it, is it's the toughest market to crack. Like, for instance, Washington, Dallas, um, everybody, every single friend, you know, you text people and you, I go to Fox and I talk to people. Everybody thinks Dallas is a side this weekend. I was like, why? It, it, you got a backup quarterback and they're like, oh, he's playing. Well, great. And Washington stinks. People just basically go off what they saw last week. Yep. Is, is there a way to drill into these gamblers that like throw that crap out the window? Philadelphia has looked awesome, but be careful this week against Jacksonville, that kind of thing. You know, I don't know if there's a way you, you better let me know. What's funny, though, with that Dallas game is that Dallas, think about the lack of respect they got when they hosted Cincinnati. Yeah, they were a touchdown underdog and that game got even higher. And, and I was, I was kind of shocked at that line. I thought the game should like, I thought they should have been less than a three point underdog. So, and, and now everybody's like, well, it turns out Cooper rush doesn't stink. And so now it's like the market is overreacted the other way. Does Cooper rush not stink or has he just not made a mistake? I mean, he has no turnovers in two yeah. games. So like, no that's where but it's that's, like a big win, right? Yes. But turnovers are more noisy, more random than, you know, for something like yards per play or play success. Mm. So, I mean, you can have a quarterback, ha- you know, I'm trying to think of a good example of somebody that threw no interceptions over the course of a gazillion games and then had a, a streak of a lot of interceptions, but it, it, it happens. I mean, I think that, and, and the thing is the impact of turnovers are pretty disproportional to, to how much control the team has over in the, in over that statistic. I guess. Yeah. We can wrap up with um, probably the best game of the weekend. I think maybe Baltimore Buffalo. Uh, I'm in one of these contests and I've, I've got a pretty good start going and I really want to take Baltimore, but it's just tough to get in front of Buffalo and how good they can be with Josh Allen. Again, injury report for Buffalo is brutal. Yeah. What do your numbers say here? I mean, I know from a yards per play, I think the Ravens lead the NFL in yards per play offensively, but defensively they've been hemorrhaging some yards. Yeah, so I make Buffalo a two and a half point favorite here, but this is an interesting game in the fact that Buffalo is coming off a brutal game in the heat. They had 90 mm-hmm. offensive plays. I mean, I don't know if you saw those pictures at the end of the game. Yeah. Josh Allen was being held up by Tua. It looked like, I mean, everybody was just dying. They were gassed. And so the question is, how, what is the impact of that going to be? And actually, that's one of those things, Jason, that, that's really hard to quantify. I mean, you know, I, I have all this previous data and I could say, okay, teams that played in Miami before and, you know, but, but, but not every game that's played in Florida with 85 degree yeah. heat and humidity is necessarily gonna have the same impact that that game, it just looked physically grueling. So this is one of those where if you have sort of a stance on that, um, you know, that's kind of, that, that will definitely play into your handicap. Uh, sorry. One last question, Justin Herbert, Obviously, the rib injury decimated offensive line, receiving core down, line going against him. But from a prop market, you'd have to be insane to bet Justin Herbert overs at this point, right? I mean, I mean I he looked 
I, I, I tend to avoid betting overs in general. But, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, it, it all depends on what the number is, what the market yeah. number is. I, I mean, I know the props. Yeah, you, you're an unders guy. And obviously, but, oh, by the way, we can wrap up on this. Um, what are you doing with the live golf? Are you doing a lot of gambling on that stuff? Oh, definitely. How has that been? Lucrative or no? It's been quite good for me so far. Actually. Really? It's interesting because there's, there's new courses. And I feel like new courses can sometimes offer opportunity um, because I guess the way I approach things, I'm able to get some insight into how a course is going to play even though we have no data on it. And so I think that's a bit of an advantage for me, just based on just some of the attributes of the course. So, so can I ask, like, how do you get this insight into the course? Are you talking to course designers? I, I don't know. <laughs> no, just quantitatively. I mean, so if I know that it's a tree-lined course, if I, know the, you, you, if I know the width of the fairway, that's, I mean, I'm not going to be able to get that on every course, but um, knowing, just knowing the, how the holes profile you know, a five, uh, a par four that is 380 yards is going to favor act players that are more accurate generally than a par four that's 480 yards where distance is going to matter more. So, so there's, I mean, that, that's a very simple, simple, you know, explanation right there, but there are sort of ways to get some insight. And are you, you're big, you play a lot of golf or no living in Vegas? I would assume so. I, I, I have this year, although I've taken like the last month off. Cause I, you know, I've, my game has gone downhill quickly. I, I, I had this like amazing improvement early in the season. And I got, I got up, I got my handicap down to a 4.8. And then I went Whoa. like, I, I, je- I ejected. I like you ejected. get down to a four. Did you have a personal, a personal coach or anything? No, I was like playing like five days a week, just going out in the evening, playing like a 90 minute round before sunset. It was like fantastic. A great, Wait, great way it, to improve. In, in the Vegas summer, you were doing that? No, this is uh, April, May. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I, I got- was back East. I was back East for, for the summer and my brother and I have this thing we call the Peabody cup. We have this trophy every year. It's, you know, it's each match between us is a Peabody point. And I was like up four points and um, he won last year. So I, and, and so he's just absolutely obliterated me since then. So. Wow. You guys do a lot of golf, man. That's, ex- that's an expensive hobby, but you know, when you win as much gambling as you do, it doesn't really matter. All right. Rufus Peabody. Uh, you got to check out his site unabated. He does a podcast with Jeff mob bet the process. Uh, what else do you have? Are you, uh, you're not still doing stuff for ESPN, are you? No, no. It's, I mean, bet the process. We're actually, we had James Holzhauer, known as, known as, better known as Jeopardy James on the podcast oh, this week. that's a big get. Who's, yeah, he's, um, he's actually a, a big bet the process listener, but he, um, he also is a sports better. I mean, that's his trade. So uh, it, it was, we, we had a very interesting conversation. And Does he we, talk about, uh, and, and is he an NFL better? He does bet NFL. Um, I think right now, this year, he's betting a little bit less in terms of futures, but he, um, you'll have to listen if you want to know. Yes, I will. But, I will check it out. Uh, that, hopefully, no digs at me from Jeff. He loves to just needle me, that guy. Oh, I, can't, I'm, I look forward to needling me him too. in public. He's, he's uh, I mean, I mean, Jeff, I, I, like, I wouldn't take it personally. I, I mean, definitely Jeff, do Jeff not. Is, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, Jeff gives his opinion, and it's like Jeff... I mean, when Jeff criticizes me for something, I have all the respect. Like, I know that he probably he's on to something, right? I mean, Jeff, I, I have a ton of respect for him. He's a really, really intelligent guy. Yeah. But um, also, well, yeah, Preston, out- Preston speaks highly of him. So, and I know Preston pretty well. Um, so if Preston vouches for him, then he's probably a good dude. Yeah. Anyway, check out unabated.com. We have a free, you can do a free one week trial. Um, we also have a lot of stuff that's not behind a paywall. So we have a compare lines tool. So, 
I, I don't know if you ever play teasers, Jason, or anything like that. But, of course, who um, doesn't play teasers? Well, this? we Come have on. we have a thing where you can put in, you can say one my, one plus one point five minus one ten. What should the price be at plus seven and a half? And it'll give you that price. And so you this, can in in yeah. We this have, feels like a good teaser week, does it not? Which I mean, I think there's eight or nine games at a, a field goal or less. So then, using uh, the teaser strategy, you'd want to go up through the three and the seven, right? Yeah, the only time you should tease is if you can tease through both the three and the seven. But you can use the tools at Unabated, the you know, to to figure out what the price should be on each of those legs of the teaser, and and so and based on the price that you're actually offered for the teaser, you can f- figure out if it's actually a good teaser or not. And yeah, we will be debuting a product actually that's a a teaser product, which we already you can already do all the stuff on the site, so this isn't revolutionary, but we'll actually have a product that lets you click and say this game, this game, tease at six points and say what the price should be. Wow. That, that, that's, that's coming soon. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I like a good teaser. Who doesn't, man? All right, Rufus Peabody, thanks a lot, man. Talk to you soon. Hey, thanks. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Always enjoy Rufus Peabody breaking down the games. He's a thoughtful gentleman. I'll say that for sure. Uh, Very intelligent, obviously, and hopefully we can utilize unabated to get some winners on the field. So obviously got the win with Bengals in Survivor and Bengals bet that we gave out Monday on the podcast. That was a winner. Cashed. Great start to week four. Here's what I'm looking at. Now, in the contest, remember, 10-5, and five, and essentially, you need to go 4-1 and one or 5-0 and oh every week to have a chance. There's two guys who are 15-0. and oh. $4 million at stake. You need to do everything you can. Hence, that's why I'm constantly looking at looking for any edge I can get, injury reports, weather. Here's what I'm looking at right now. Uh, Baltimore plus three and a half was available earlier in the week. It's at three now. I think I'll take three in the contest. I like Baltimore's chances. I I know there's a lot of stuff out there about, well, Lamar's been killing the blitz all season. Uh, He's the number one quarterback in almost every advanced stat against the blitz. He has seven touchdown passes in the last two weeks against the blitz. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get all that. But Buffalo doesn't blitz, Jay. They don't need to. They can get home with four. Okay, I I understand that. So guess what? The reason these teams blitz is because Lamar, if you try to play zone or man, Lamar's just going to run all over you. He's proven he has over 100 rushing yards each of the last two weeks. I don't really know what his kryptonite is. I'm hoping that the Buffalo Bills do not have an answer for it and come up with it on the fly. Uh, Again, Jim Harbaugh, underdog at home, doesn't happen often. Lamar, underdog at home, almost never happens. I'm going with Baltimore. Uh, give me Baltimore plus three. Texans, we talked about again on Monday, plus six and a half against the Chargers. Since then, it's gone down to five. It was four and a half and then popped back up to five, which is like the deadest number, uh, I think, under eight. And the Texans is, you know, the Davis Mills, I gave you the stats. Davis Mills at home is money. Uh, Bosa's now on the IR. The Chargers are walking wounded. You know, I saw Keenan Allen was given a go at practice and had to leave early. Because uh, his hamstring was flaring up. Like, they, they just can't get healthy. I don't know that I'm taking the Texans on the money line. They did stomp out the Chargers last year. 
I do think Brandon Staley will do anything in his power not to lose this game. He'll probably go for all fourth downs. I would not be playing the Chargers kicker this week in, in fantasy because they're just going to go for everything on fourth down. But like we saw with Tua, a guy coming off an injury, Tua gets another concussion, out. His backup, Teddy Bridgewater, could get the job done. Do you trust Chase Daniel? I don't. So I'm taking the Texans plus five. Uh, the next up, Chicago Bears. I know we got a lot of Bears listeners in Chicago because I can see the analytics on my Instagram and how many fans are from, or listeners or whatever, followers are from Chicago. And it's like probably the sixth largest city of my of my uh, followers on IG. Uh, just a nugget that's kind of irrelevant, but whatever. I like the Bears this weekend. I know I've been bashing them a lot on Cowherd Show, and I see you guys coming up in my Twitter mentions. But again, why should Daniel Jones be favored against anybody at all? They were just favored against Cooper Rush and lost outright. Like, they're, they're not a good football team. Can they shut down Justin Fields? Sure. Is the Bears' defense good enough to get pressure on Daniel Jones and create some turnovers? Of course. And as we always talk about, bet Danny Dimes on the road, fade him at home. It's like a gambling 101 for the New York Giants. We did it last season to success, and I would try it again this year. If you can get the three and a half, great. I think you got to take the three if not. This one is kind of a hold-your-nose, plug-and-play. The Arizona Cardinals. Yes, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, offense is unwatchable. You've got Kingsbury and Kyler Murray taking jabs at one another. I had a buddy sent me a, a, a lengthy story about why is Kyler Murray not running and some of the numbers when Kyler Murray runs. When Kyler has 10 rushing attempts, the Cardinals are 9-1. and one. When he doesn't see more than five carries, Arizona is 3-17-1. and one. When he rushes less than four times, 0-11-1. And what's crazy is he's not running at all this year. He has carried fewer than five times in each of the first three games. And it's like, why would you have him doing that when Hopkins is out, Christian Kirk left you in free agency, uh, Rondell Moore is dinged up, Zach Ertz started dinged up, A.J. Green is out this week. Like, what, what on earth are you doing? Like, it makes no sense. Like, I understand it. The Buffalo Bills want to save Josh Allen for late in the season. They don't want him running a lot early in the season. Well, you know what? He hasn't had a choice the last couple weeks. He's been running a lot, took a lot of hits in the Miami game. But they want to save him for the second half of the season in the playoffs. I get that. You can't do that if you're the Arizona Cardinals and you're one and two and you look horrible and your best receiver's out for three more games. All that being said, I'm going to give it a shot. The Arizona Cardinals go on the road and win outright. I will take them probably in the contest one and a half and on the money line. Cliff Kingsbury, for whatever reason, gets it done on the road. 14-4-1 against the spread when he leaves Arizona. I don't know, have any clue what that's about, but for whatever reason, maybe the team's locked in. They are uh, away from friends and family. Maybe Kyler Murray can't bring his video games on the road. Ha, ha, ha. I, I, I'll take Arizona. The other reason is defensively, the Cardinals, oh, they are so good at blitzing. Number three in the league at pressure. And I saw Baker Mayfield ranks 33rd out of 34th quarterbacks against pressure. Basically, you you scare Baker in the pocket. He scrambles and makes mistakes. And Arizona, without a pass rush, remember they lost Chandler. J.J. Watt, it sounds like he's going to give it a go or at least try to. I, I think Arizona is going to be a winning play for you and I. Next up, listen, I hate this bet more than any of them, but I see the Colts at minus three and a half, and I'm like, the Tennessee Titans stink. Okay, we we know the Raiders stink, and again, as we talked about just now with Rufus, 
don't read into too much of what you saw last week. Prior to the season, I thought the Titans were not going to be very good at football. You see it in the first half of the opener. They, they look good. I feel like a jackass. And then they totally turn into a pumpkin at halftime. The Giants come back and beat them. They come out in week two against the Bills on Monday Night Football. I said, oh, you know what? That's a big number. Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, they get smoked. Absolutely destroyed. And you're starting to see, oh, boy, this team is not that good. And then they finally rebound last week and beat the Raiders, who were hopeless in the red zone. They just couldn't couldn't score in close. Otherwise, I think the Raiders probably win that game. Tennessee is just not good, guys. Now, they have kind of dominated the series. Um, Vrabel's won four of five from Frank Reich. A lot of that has been on the back of Derrick Henry. And the good news is the Colts get their best linebacker, Darius Leonard, who changed his name for some reason to Shaq Leonard this season, or maybe he's using his middle name. But he's back. He's a, he's their best run stopper, uh, linebacker, really the captain of their defense. The, it's weird. The total has gone down a point and a half, and now the Colts are getting money here as I look at the screen early Friday morning. Colts up to minus four. I know it's a divisional game. A divisional game bit me last week with the Vikings and Lions. Oof, that, that, that one hurt. But I think I'm going to ride with the Colts. I'll, I'll try to wait for a three and a half. Maybe some dumb Tannehill money will come in late in the week. I think the Colts are, again, they did not deserve that game against the Chiefs. And, you know, they, they did start to show signs of life when they were given like a second and third chance to to win the game. And will it carry over? One can only hope. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, you're letting my son down in fantasy. Just thought I'd let you know that. Last week I had a um, biggest bet of the season on the Falcons. That hit, that felt good. I got a lot of messages from you guys. I don't have one of those. Uh, I think I will tail Rufus on his Saints pick in London uh, against the Vikings, and it stinks because I really like the Vikings this year. I have some futures bets on them, but I think I'm riding with Rufus on this one in the Saints. They're probably going to make my final card. Other teams I'm looking at, Seattle Seahawks. Yes, the Seattle Seahawks. The injury report for Detroit is just brutal. Amron Ross, St. Brown, their great receiver, looks like he may not play. DeAndre Swift, I think it's about to be ruled out here in a couple hours. And so those are basically your two best offensive players. They still have some talent there, but do they have enough talent to be favored? The Detroit Lions, one of the worst teams in the league? I, I just, I don't see it, guys. So I will be looking hard at the Seahawks. I want to make a case for my Jets. Probably not going to happen. And I do want to make... I, I, I mean, I, listen, not every weekend do you have to fire 500,000, 2,000, 3, You don't have to do that every weekend. If you guys remember last week, I had the Falcons as my best bet of the early young season. The first three weeks, I thought that was my, you know, best edge and uh, in the market and the smartest and biggest play that I had done and that hit and it felt great. I would love to come back to the well this week, but there, I don't see anything. But if you asked me, Jason, you can only bet one game. Well, I just gave you about five or six that I will probably be contesting um, when it comes to my picks have to be in Saturday at like, you know, 12 o'clock or whatever. The one that's going to be toughest for me, the one that I want to like the most is the Denver Broncos. And again, I know I had them last week and I felt they got lucky as hell against the Niners with one late rust drive. Did they see anything in that late drive that they can unlock going forward? And I, And if you just fast forwarded for the pick here, uh, best bets, and you didn't listen to Rufus. We talked about this game in the market, and I can't get out of my head just the befuddled look of Nathaniel Hackett on the sideline. Just a reminder, Hackett, Russ, the OC, 
They've never been together. They never had an opportunity in preseason to work together. They've now got three games under their belt. I think going forward, there will be expectations that this offense will not be anemic and an embarrassment. And if you're looking at, can they face a defense to really torch? They, it should have been the Texans in week two. That They cost me money there. And I think in week three, they faced a tough 49ers defense. And now the drop-off from San Francisco, which is a top three or four defense in the league, to the Raiders, who are one of the probably, I mean, if you look at DVOA, or, or, or even you want to look at some of the other advanced stats, the Raiders are not a good team. Yes, they've lost three close football games. Big friggin' deal. You know, they won all those last year. That's not going to carry over. So I like the Denver Broncos a lot. I'm not going to make it a big play because two and a half, I hate that. I would love to get, the, if you're going to give me the three, I'm taking it, right? Three, I get the better quarterback. I get the better defense. Uh, I mean, I basically get the better everything that matters in Bang, in uh, Broncos Raiders. And you give me the field goal, sure. But if if it's only two and a half, it's a little tougher. So, anyways, th- that's my uh, those are my NFL breakdowns. I didn't even really have a chance this week to look at college. It's weird when I have a great week in the contest and gambling. My reaction is essentially, all right, we got to go back. We got to do it again. We got to run it back. And when I don't have a great week, I get frustrated. I'm like, I overthought it. I analyze my mistakes, and then I take a look longer look at college. But I didn't do any uh, college football gambling yet. I will probably get into that late Friday night, early Saturday morning um, while I'm you know, watching my kid take the soccer field for an 8 a.m. Uh, match. Anyways, you guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.